Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Park Coalition Radio, TuneIn, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and of course, my blog talk radio community, and those who may be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And for all the fathers, the uncles, the big brothers, the grandfathers, happy Father's Day. Well, today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, and today I thought it would be a great um, idea to talk about the men and how they can be more organized. As I have a fellow organizer, Mr. Daniel Loya, Faces Transformed, and he'll be sharing with you in a few minutes some tips for the men and how they can be more organized. And, of course, I will be sharing some tips in my Taylor's Tip Time just shortly following that. And, of course, my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurposed suggestion for this week. But before I bring on um, my um, interview with Mr. Daniel Lawyer, um, who happens to be traveling um, this week, um, I wanted to share with you just a little bit of history behind Father's Day. It's celebrated in 40 countries. And, of course, honors fathers and fatherhood. And in 1966, President Lyndon B. Johnson issued the first presidential Proclamation Honoring Father's Day, designating the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. And as I shared, I thought this would be a great opportunity to give the male listeners or you women out there who may have has a man in your life who could use a little bit of help with organizing. I wanted to focus on that for this show. And I called on the expert, and it is Mr. Daniel Loya, and he is a professional organizer with a specialty in organizing residential spaces and small offices. His diverse career allows him to work with people of all different backgrounds. After graduating with a Bachelor's of Arts degree in counseling psychology, he served as a California public school teacher from 1997 to 2006, During this time, he was also 
an esteemed college instructor at Los Angeles Harbor College. Following his career in education, he transitioned into other professional roles, associate director of a blue chip art gallery, corporate trainer, and recruiter, and a profession, a personal organizer for a business executive. In 2008, Daniel earned his Master's of Science degree in organizational psychology, his background and foundation for his profession as an organizer. After moving to Philadelphia, he became an entrepreneur and focused his talents in the art of professional organizing. Daniel is committed to empower people he works with to be transformed from the inside out by helping them to simplify their lives. He is also an active member of NAPO, which is the National Association of Professional Organizers, and he's a social media manager for the Greater Philadelphia Chapter of NAPO. So without further ado, I am going to be sharing my interview with Mr. Daniel Loya of Spaces Transformed. Well, listeners, yesterday was Father's Day, and of course, a lot of times the men feel left out because they feel there's so much focus on Mother's Day that I wanted to bring on a fellow organizer to share how you men or those ladies out there listening, the man in your life can get more organized. So tonight we have Dan Loya of Spaces Transformed and he cre- he creating a lifestyle of organized living. That's what he does. And a little bit later, we're going to talk about what makes him a little bit different than the other organizers that you may meet. So good evening, Dan. Thank you so much for having me on, Janet. Well, thank you for joining us this evening. So before we get into all the tips um, that you have and strategies for the men, tell the listeners what made you become a professional organizer. Well, really, it was sort of discovered. I was in a different industry. I was selling fine art uh, back in around 2004, and I was pretty much disenchanted with the art business because it was very cutthroat, and uh, it was kind of a feast or famine check. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next, and one of my main clients who I sold artwork to told me that I had been uh, incredibly organized and presenting the artwork to her, finding artwork, doing the research. Uh, So she wanted me to try working with her. She was a business executive in Los Angeles, where I lived at the time. And uh, she asked me to come and work with her part-time, organizing her closets, her garage, uh, spare bedroom, all the spaces that people didn't see, because everything that you could see was very presentable. And uh, yeah, so I went in and I don't know how she saw the talent in me, but it worked out really well. For several years, we worked part-time in the different spaces, and everything got completely organized. And then from there, you moved to New York, and did you come to Philly, then go back and forth to New York? How did that come about? (laughs) I've hopped around. Um, I lived in Seattle for a few years. After I lived in Los Angeles, so I worked with her about three years part-time doing that. And then I met my, who, who is now my husband in Seattle. I lived there for five years. I worked in higher education okay. and uh, okay. got my master's degree while I was there. But um, it wasn't until I moved to Philly in 2011 that I started my own business. I tried to think back, what did I enjoy most in my life? What do I want to do? How can I help people? And I Googled 
organizing homes and up popped National Association of Professional Organizers. So that's really how I started my full business, and I've been doing it for over five years in Philadelphia. Well, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. So, Dan, are there organizing challenges men face that are different than women? I would say yes. There, there can be, not always. Some things are very similar. Like we go through the same process of organizing. You analyze what the issues are, do the planning with the client, implement it where you actually get in and do the sorting and the purging, that type of thing, and then you create a maintenance plan with them. So that part is usually the same. What can be different is that uh, sometimes, first of all, I have a, about a quarter of my clients have been male and about three-quarters female because sometimes males can just be resistant to seeking help. So often when people call me, there's something going wrong in their home. The system's out of whack. Too much males piling up, clutters everywhere. Uh, Certain areas uh, are getting overwhelming. And for men, for some reason, uh, sometimes there's that whole, what I consider a fallacy, a concept of like being ruggedly independent and I can just do this all Mm -hmm. myself. So that's one of the, one of the first issues. Um, but the other way it can be different is that sometimes I work with different types of items. Like with women, I don't usually work with saws and tools and power tools and things like that or sports memorabilia, but sometimes I do. Mm. So, and this next question is, what systems can men create when they come into the home? Because I talked with a woman, and she was so frustrated because her husband just dropped everything at the front door, and she was angry, and she was just trying to figure out how to make him change. And I said, well, have you ever thought about creating a system by the way he functions? And a light bulb just went off. So what are some things that men can do just to kind of create that pile right near the front door? Uh, There are different things they could do. One thing that I often encourage people to use is something like a valet tray to capture the stuff that's coming in. Otherwise, it tends to get piled all over any open surface. And uh, the other thing they can do is put up racks on the wall or some type of hanging organizer. Uh, Some people like the aesthetics of seeing it right when they come in and it's more useful. Others want to put it like if their home office isn't too far or their kitchen, somewhere like that. But valet trays are great for for capturing keys, wallets, money clips, things like that. And it doesn't bother uh, their spouse because stuff isn't all over the place if they're kind of a more organized person. And that is true. That is true. So when it comes to clothes, now I'm assuming, of course, men are different, but how should they organize their clothes? as opposed to a woman just going in and organizing her class? Uh, it definitely wouldn't be piles of clothing all over the floor because that will probably drive the person crazy if they live with somebody. Um, <laughs> you know what? Men's clothing is definitely different than women's because women, and I work with women that are clothing a lot, uh, and I sometimes, of course, work with men in their clothing as well, but this, there's a lot less variety with men's clothing when it comes to sizes. Men are usually their four or five sizes, anywhere from small to, like, extra large and beyond that. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're kind of streamlined, more streamlined men's clothing. Um, So the the two things that I work with with uh, people when I create systems for clothing, uh, getting in closets, the main things that I suggest that they do is that they um, 
hang everything, you know, that they want to, like pants, shorts, things like that, and then you make sure that they maximize the space in the, in the shelving, the racks, things like that. Um, and they can, um, they can use uh, things for, if they have clothing like wool and cashmere, they can use lavender uh, in order to, or cedar wood in order to prevent moths and th- things like that. Um, but yeah, with women, it's a lot different because they tend to have more shoes sometimes, um, dresses, skirts, a lot more variety. With men, they just need to keep all the same type of clothing in the same area. All the shirts go together, long sleeve, short sleeve, pants, uh, and have a system so that everything should be off the floor and in spaces. Mm, and that's a good tip. And also the tip about the, um, the lavender, too, that is good as well because, you know, just like women, men have clothes that are, you know, wool, cashmere, et cetera, so they definitely need to protect them um, from those, you know, moths and things. So how can men just overall maintain order in their homes, even if it's a small space? Uh, uh, one thing is using multifunctional furniture. So sometimes uh, furniture that has different purposes, you could use a bench or an ottoman that opens up and has storage inside. Uh, another thing that you could do is, or, or sometimes like beds that fold out of the wall, Murphy bed, uh, just depending on the spaces. The other thing that's very important, because I work in Philadelphia and New York, with a lot of people have limited spaces, no matter how expensive their, their home is, and vertical storage looking at those options for the walls with shelving and racks, that's also very important. You maximizing your space on your walls, just like I had mentioned in the closet. So, Dan, how do you stay organized? What are some things that you do that just helps you stay organized? So I'm going to be honest. I'm a professional organizer, as you are, and I'm not always organized. There are some things that can, can get out of whack for me. Um, especially my office area. When I work a lot helping other people to organize their lives, sometimes they don't have enough time. But what I tend to do is, just like I'd said with the valet tray, uh, keep everything that is a little bit cluttered, keep them in a tub, keep them confined so that stuff isn't spreading all over the place. And then uh, another thing that I do is I do a lot of scheduling. So just just like I suggest for my clients, I have to put things in my schedule. If I say I'm just going to do it when I find time, it's going to pile up and I'm not going to get to it. So I'll actually pull up my digital calendar, plug in a time, put a reminder, and then stick to it and get things done. I think that is like a tip anybody can use because I do the same <laughs> thing too. If I if I don't put it in the schedule, then it, sometimes it doesn't get done or I forget about it. But once I put it in the schedule, like you said, it's that reminder that you have to do it. So, yeah. then you have given, like, so many wonderful tips and strategies for the men and the women who they can incorporate in their men's lives. So what um, makes you different from the other professional organizers before you give out your information? There are several things. Uh, One is that I have unique methods. I told you that back when I lived in Seattle, I got my master's degree. I actually got it in organizational psychology. And unfortunately, that was one of the fields. Organizational psychologists nationwide pretty much got laid off uh, from all their jobs, and there were no internships, paid or unpaid, available. 
but really what an organizational psychologist does is study systems. So I apply that to the work that I do. I have a systematic approach based on problem solving. So when I work with people, I really can apply the things that I learned in my academic program to what's going on in their home or their office. Another thing that I can touch on is that, um, well, I'll start, I want to ask you a question really quick. How many male organizers, in your experience, because I know you've been an organizer for quite a while, how many have you come across over the years? Like, percentage-wise, would you guess? Well, actually, I was just going to give you number-wise. Um, really, I think I've met maybe, uh, oh, I would say less than 10%, probably less than 5%, because I only remember really meeting a couple of men. Yes. And that was just before I met you um, a couple of years ago. So, yeah, it's not a lot of men out there that I have met doing it. Yeah, we're kind of a rare breed. We're uh, definitely, it's, it's a female-dominated dominated industry, and I actually love that because I, one of the careers that I had in my past, for 10 years I was an elementary school teacher. I taught kindergarten and uh, the principal was a female. Most of the teachers I worked with were female. Um, so I'm just used to it, and I think it's a great thing. But not only do less men work with professional organizers, but there are not a whole lot of professional organizers out there who are male. So I'm kind of a, a rare breed like, in just that manner. And uh, I, I saw a statistic with the National Association of Professional Organizers, about 4%, I believe, of the membership is male. So I have that unique perspective. If somebody wants to uh, work with work with me in a different type of space that would be particular masculine, like a garage or um, a man cave, a uh, shed, something like that. Sometimes males prefer to work with a male. So I have that that kind of unique approach that I can work in spaces like that. I believe women can do it too, but sometimes men will prefer to work with a guy for some reason in those spaces. And that I mean, is, those and are that a few of the things. Yeah, and that is true. And that gives you that, gives you that advantage. Right? Well, I was close. I said 5%, so 4%. Yeah, so it, yeah, so, okay, listeners, so you, you, you heard the tips that Dan has provided. So, Dan, can you give your contact information, your website, and how listeners, in particular those men who want to work with a male professional organizer, get in contact with you? Definitely. My website is www.spacestransformed.com, and you can email me at dan at spacestransformed.com. And, of course, as I said, listeners, there will be a direct link on the show page to Dan's website so you can contact him directly. Well, Dan, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing some tips and techniques for the male listeners out there on how they can be organized as well. Yes, thank you so much. It was great. I had a great time doing this. Thank you. Janet Taylor is fabulous. I once heard an interview by Patty Stanger, the millionaire matchmaker star, and she talked about how when she sees people, she just sees energy between them. And when I think about Janet Taylor, it reminds me of Patty because Janet goes into a space and she sees the energy in the space 
and how to make things work better. Different people have different gifts in life, and this is Janet. She's just amazing. I worked with her about, this was about 10 years ago, and she is one of the most remarkable people that has ever um, been in my office. She just knows what has to get done. Some people have that gift, and Janet has it. And that was the wonderful Krista Barrett. Thank you so much, Krista, for that wonderful testimony. And thank you, Dan Lawyer, for your wonderful interview. Well, did you hear all the great tips that he gave about how to organize your space when you enter your home, how to organize your closet, and how he organized himself when he is working on lots of projects. So um, be sure to listen to this interview again. And, of course, make sure you reach out to Dan at his website. And as I said, there is a link on the page directly to his site. And make sure that if you've got, excuse me, wool and cashmere, use some lavender or, you know, maybe some cedar. Well, our sponsor, Audible, is offering all of our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180 audio programs. You download a title for free and you start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook for this week is DIY Household Hacks, 45 plus tested household hacks to increase productivity and save energy, time, and money. Again, that's DIY Hacks, Household Hacks, I should say. 45 plus tested household hacks to increase productivity, save time, save energy, save money. And it's by Robert Ayola. And it is, why should you get the DIY household hacks? To accomplish more around the house, to maintain your home's value by keeping it pristine, to actually make cleaning and organization enjoyable? to avoid last-minute cleaning drama, to become more productive and more. So make sure you get this book. Again, it is DIY Household Hacks, 45-plus tested household hacks to increase productivity and save energy, time, and money. Well, for those of you out there who want to get organized, but want to do it maybe in a group-like setting, then you need to check out my Facebook group. It's a group on Facebook, and it's a supportive group. Um, each week I come on live and give them a challenge. Last week the challenge, I think, was simply easy. It was pretty easy. It was basically get rid of some of the extra, those food storage um, containers, um, especially those cartons that you get from the uh, – when you do takeout, toss a few of those as well as those plastic bags we get from the store. So that's, those are the kind of challenges I give them. 
But also what they do is if there's an area that they want to organize, they either send me a video or they post a photo, and I give them specific strategies for their space. So those are the kind of things that we do in our Facebook group. And, of course, every month I do, I'm started doing a live Q&A. We were doing the monthly calls. Now we're doing a live Q&A. And basically I get on once a month, and whoever's on there, they ask all kind of questions, and I give them strategies for their organizing dilemma. And each person that joins gets a free session with me over the phone, whether it's Skype or just over the phone. So, again, it's a private group where you can post questions. I do live um, videos. I do a live Q&A. And you can also get support from the other members. So you can just go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com, click the link that says Facebook page, group, and it's just an investment. The first 30 days is just a dollar. After that, it's $7 a month, and you get access to me, a professional organizer. So now I want to move into Taylor Tip Time, Organizing the Men. Well, I'm going to kind of piggyback off Dan. The first thing you want to do is you want to create a system near your entrance. That's for your shoes, your sunglasses, your keys, your wallet. So that means you may have a a nice shoe rack to put your shoes on, a hook for your sunglasses, or a valet for your sunglasses, your keys, and your wallet. So that way that will be in that specific area. Number two, you want to create a system for your tools. That could be toolboxes. That could be a pegboard on the wall to place your tools or those nice little organizers for tools. Number three, create a system for your clothes. You know, since you have slacks, you can kind of double your space and maximize your space in the closet by putting your, your shirts, your blazers at the top, your slacks at the bottom, having a section for your shoes, getting a closet design if you like. Number four, making sure you create a space for your important document. Now, a lot of you guys are tech savvy, so you may already have them uh, scanned either in a cloud or drive somewhere, which is great. But for those of you who still have filing systems, make sure you have those important documents accessible when you need them. Making sure, number five, you making sure you have a, a, a space for your games. So whether you put all of your remotes in one specific container or maybe having a shelf installed to put all your games, your board games, etc. And I usually give five tips, but number six is making sure your garage is organized so you can park the car. Find tools when you need them. Find those DIY tools when you need them. Tools for the car, tools for the home. So, again, create a system when you come in the house. Create a system for your tools. Create a system for your clothes. Create a system for important documents, your games, and then your garage as well. Well, that is my Taylor's tip time for this week. For those of you who may be searching for someone to help you get organized on a one-on-one basis, well, then you can check out my 
virtual sessions where I will work with you one-on-one to help you on your journey to living an organized life and giving you strategies for your organizing dilemma. We can do it via Skype. We can do it via the phone, whatever works for you. So be sure to check out my website at JanetAntaylor.com for more detail. Well, I want to definitely thank you for your tweets, your email, your posts on Facebook. Thank you all for uh, following me on social media, specifically Instagram. Thank you for watching my Periscopes on Saturday. Thank you for, for joining my Blog Talk Radio community. And also make sure you be sure to check out my Pinterest page, specifically my Pinterest board for the organized demand. So I created a specific board for that. Um, and for those of you who are following me via social media, um, just know that every Monday will be kind of the kickoff of the topic of social media for the week. So last week we talked about really how to be more efficient, and it was all about time management. This week I'm going to be given a lot of strategies on social media in regards to organizing the men. So be sure you follow me, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram. Make sure you follow me. Well, today is Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday, and it is Toss It Tuesday. And I'm going to tell you that it is time to tackle the toolbox. So get rid of the rusty tools that are no longer usable. That is my Toss It Tuesday tip. You, you, everybody, male, female, you know what tools I'm talking about, the tool that you keep thinking, mm, I'm going to get repaired. Mm, you look at it every time, and it is just rusty, but you put it to the side. Now it is time. It is time to clear the clutter out of the toolbox. So that Toss It Tuesday tip for this week. My app for the week is Pocket. When you find something you want to view later, you put it in the pocket. And that's what that is. It's an app. So when you go out there on the web and you find stuff and you're like, oh, I want to read this, I want to check this out, but I just don't have the time, you put it in the pocket. My product suggestion is a dust tray that has five fusion dust tray and it has five different compartments. So you can put things and help you clear the clutter off of your desk. And that is from CJ Work. And my repurpose suggestion, I love this. These are head hood caps that was created to store holes or metal drums that were transformed into seats. Now, you can check out my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion on my Pinterest board. And I have a board for apps that will help you stay organized, a board for products that will help you stay organized, and a board for repurposing items as well. And, as again, check out my The Organized Men board as well. So make sure you check out my Pinterest page. My quote for the week, I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become, which means just because you Maybe disorganized, and you choose to become. The key is you choose to become organized. So, therefore, you will begin to do things, and you have to take action and do things that will move you towards that. 
that means when you come home at night you just don't throw everything on the side. You have a place for your key. You hang your coat up. You have a section for your, put your place for your mail. You don't just kick your shoes off. You put them by the door or you eventually make their way into the closet. You don't just drop your bag. You put your bag someplace. So that is how. I'm not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. So just keep saying it. I, I am what I choose to become. I choose to become organized. So what are some of the things that I need to do? When I take something out of the drawer, I put it back. You know, when I see it's junk mail and I know it's junk mail, I put it either in the junk mail pile or in the shred pile. When I have finished reading a magazine or a newsletter or newspaper and I know I'm not going to use it anymore, I put it in the recycle. So I am what I choose to become. So keep telling that to you. I am what I choose to become. Well, next week is Summer Organizing Tips with Sorted Ness, which is another fellow organizer. Looking forward to that. And then, of course, next month we'll be talking about cybersecurity. We'll be talking about makeup organizing. And um, we will also be talking with cybersecurity, makeup organizing, and, you know, sometimes Jenna just gets the topics herself. But um, I know those are two of the topics we will be talking about in photos. How could I forget? Makeup, photos, and cybersecurity. And, of course, you know, I'll be coming and sharing some things about how we need to actually um, break free of our clutter. I'm going to be kicking off the month with that topic. How we need to break free from our clutter. Cyber security for home as well as a business. And, of course, organizing photos and how we can do that and, you know, preserve our photos. And then also, of course, um, just some makeup and beauty organizing tips. Like we have, like, women, you know, we really sometimes carry way too much makeup and stuff with us. So what should we do? And it all depends on, on, on the things that we have going on in our lives. So that is what we have coming up. And, of course, if there is a topic that you would like me to talk about, then just go to my website at JanetMantilla.com, click the contact page and say, hey, Janet, I would really like you to talk. You know, this would be of interest to me. Who knows? Maybe more than one person requesting that topic. So be sure to um, make sure you share that with me. Well, I'm excited because we are in the works of having a event at Closet and Storage Concepts Showroom um, in September, and we've already working on some 2018 dates. So um, get ready, get ready, and as soon as we um, make the official announcement, I'll make sure I let all of you listeners know, but it'll be a really nice um, evening. Uh, midweek where you'll get an opportunity to come out to the showroom of Closet and Storage Concepts and see how you can have an organized space by, you know, having specific systems in place. And we want to have it in September because a lot of you will be, you know, going back to school and just before we all hibernate, we want to make sure we have systems and our homes are organized so we can find things and and the family can function um, and be more effective and be more 
deficient. So, you know, I'll be sharing tips. You'll be able to see products. You'll be able to visually, visually see what they look like, touch them, feel them, get some ideas for your home and your space. So, you know, be on the lookout for that information. And I hope to be resuming my newsletter next month. So make sure you are on my mailing list as well. Well, it's a little stormy here on the East Coast. And um, so I will probably be ending this show just a little early this evening. But I do want to let you know that I truly appreciate all of you. I thank you so much for listening to me each and every week and just for tweeting about the show, sharing the show. Um, and, of course, when I'm out, you know, sharing with me that you've been a, 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 a listener that really, really touches my heart. So I thank you so much for that. And as we move, because we are moving, this is a six months. Six months will be going by. What is it that you really want to do? What is it that you really want to get? let go of in your home and in your life. I want you to begin to think about that, really. What do you need to rid out of your life? Is it maybe a sofa you're not using? This weekend, I got rid of so many papers, and I'm going to talk about that in my next vlog. But what do you really just kind of need to shed yourself of so you can choose what you want? What do you need to shed in your life? in your home, in your space. You know, sometimes things are in our space, but they're also taking up space in our minds as well. So what do you need to let go of? So I just wanted to kind of leave that with you as we begin to end and wind down in the six months of the year, six months, half the year has gone by. Ooh, it's been a fast one, hasn't it? So what do you want to accomplish in the next six months? What do you want to get rid of? Hmm? I would love to hear from you. Well, I truly, truly want to thank you again for listening. And, of course, tune in next week. We'll be talking about organizing tips with sorted masks for the summer. Organizing summer. Organizing ourselves for the summer. So thank you for listening. And be sure to share this show with your family, your friends, as well as on your social media network. And please visit the website at janetmtaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. And be sure to follow me on social media. And you can follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. So be sure to follow me. So I thank you so much. Have a great week. Bye. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor. And you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.